This is Dr. Benny Tate, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this week's message at Rock Springs Church. Wherever you are, I hope this message encourages you and helps you grow in your walk with God. Here's this week's message from Rock Springs Church. John chapter 12, verse 12 reads like this. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna. They took branches of, of, of palm trees on this Sunday. That's why it's Palm Sunday. Amen. Blessed is the King of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, set thereon as it is written. Let us pray. God, as we bow our heads in your presence, I pray today that you will make our tongue a ready writer's pen. I pray that you will give your word a free course to travel. I pray it will find a lodging place in the hearts of men, women, boys, and girls. God, we're just so excited about what you're doing and what you're going to do. And I pray all this today with a grateful heart, for I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk to you about Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. Johnny was five years old and he wakes up on Sunday morning and he has a sore throat. It's Palm Sunday, so, so Johnny stays home. About 12.30, the family gets home and the family uh, walks in and they're carrying palm branches. <laughs> and Johnny says, uh, what's that for? And the family said, well... People held palm branches over Jesus' head as he walked by. And Johnny said, wouldn't you know it, the Sunday that I miss, Jesus shows up. Amen? Well, let me give you the background. Jesus had done ministry for uh, three years. I mean, literally, he had healed people. He had cast out devils. He had raised the dead. He had walked on the water. And it comes time for the Passover feast. And at the Passover feast, the people would return to Jerusalem. So there was three times as many Jews in Jerusalem as normally would have been in Jerusalem. And you know the story. Jesus rides a donkey into Jerusalem. Now you've got to understand what the people thought was happening. <laughs> The Jewish people literally thought an insurrection is going to take place. We're going to get a king. He's going to overthrow the Roman government. They literally thought an insurrection is going to take place. So they cried out, Hosanna. And they waved palm branches. And so we get Palm Sunday. Now here's what's interesting to me. All three synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, tell this story. 
Not only did Matthew, Mark, and Luke tell this story, but John also tells this story. Do you know what's interesting? If you read the four Gospels, every Gospel mentions the donkey. Every Gospel mentions the donkey. I noticed something this week that I'd never noticed before. If you read Matthew 21, verse 2, there were actually two donkeys. There were actually two donkeys. The Bible says you'll find an ass and a coat. Now, here's what was interesting to me. All four of the writers, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, mention Jesus riding in on a donkey. Now, only one John, he's the only one who mentions the palm branches. Now, here's the thought I had. I wonder why it wasn't called Donkey Sunday. I mean, think about it. All four of them mentioned the donkey, but only one of them mentioned the palm branches. So why is it Palm Sunday? Well, I'll tell you something. I believe there's great significance in the palms. I believe there's great significance in the palm branches. Great significance. And what I want us to look just for a little while, what does that mean? Absolutely nothing. But what I want us to look at is the significance of the palm branches. First of all, I want you to see something. I believe the palm tree reminds us of God's faithfulness. I believe the palm tree reminds us of God's faithfulness. Now, I want you to understand something. In the Old Testament, the Jewish people celebrated seven feasts. They had four feasts in the spring, and they had three feasts in the fall. The last feast was the Feast of Tabernacles. And the Feast of Tabernacles celebrated God's deliverance, God's protection, and God's provision during the wilderness years. Let's look at Leviticus chapter 23. Look what it says. And you shall take you on the first day the boughs of godly trees. Wait. The branches of what? Palm trees. Palm trees. And the boughs of thick trees. And willows of the brook. Look. And ye shall rejoice before the Lord seven days. The Feast of Tabernacles lasted seven days. But look what verse, 20, uh, verse 43 says. That your generations may know that I made the children of Israel to dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. <laughs> I am the Lord your God. The palm trees, the palm branches, the palm leaves were just reminders of the faithfulness of God. Palm 
Palm Sunday ought to remind us that the God we serve is a faithful God. <laughs> Palm branches ought to remind us of the faithfulness of our God. He said, you bring those palm branches out. You bring them out for this feast and let it be a reminder that I brought you out of that bondage. Let it be a reminder that you were slaves, but you're no longer slaves. You're free now. There's a verse in Ephesians 2, 4. I love it. It says, but God and a comma. But God and a comma. You know, my, my mother told me not long ago, she said, let me tell you something that she had never told me. She said, when I was pregnant with you, a man took me to a dark facility. It was a medical facility. And I said to that man, what are we here for? And that man said to me, we're going to take care of that baby in your womb. And my mother said, I ran out of that facility. And I said, nobody's going nobody's to take my baby. Nobody's going to kill my baby. You know what I know? But God. But God. But God. You know what I know? When I was in the eighth grade, when I was in the eighth grade and a madman came uh, to Altamont, Tennessee to kill myself, my mother, and my sister, and he started beating on that trailer door. He started beating on that trailer door, and he had a gun, and I saw the gun from the window, and my mother said to my sister, you need to call the law. And my sister called the law, and about that time, just like that, an officer pulled up, and his name was Officer Joe Sons, and he snatched that man. He snatched that man who was coming to kill us and put him in the car. And the next day, Joe's sons came back to our house. And we said, it's amazing. It's amazing how you got here that quick. He said, no, what was amazing is I just happened to be patrolling right in front of your house. I just happened to be patrolling right in front of your house. You know what I say? But God, but God, but God. There's nothing coincidental. When I married a little girl that had epileptic seizures and would have eight to ten seizures a day, and the Mayo Clinic said she'll have seizures the rest of her life, but guess what? But God, but God, God touched her. When the expert said to me years ago, if you have several churches to close, where you're located, out here in the middle of nowhere, one day if you'll give 40 years to it, one day if you'll give your life to it, you might have 30 people. I mean, you might have 300 people if you really work hard. Oh, what have I got to say about that? But God, God has been a faithful God. When we set out to build this building and banker, a banker said to me, you don't have the clientele people of people coming to pay for what you're going to build. If you erected it, you could never pay for it. What happened? It was paid for in three years and nine months. All I'm saying, but God, here's all I mean. You've got experiences too. You've got experiences too. And you know what Palm Sunday ought to remind you of? That our God is faithful. <laughs> Let me tell you something else that Palm Sunday reminds me. Palm Sunday reminds me of our fortitude. 
It reminds me of our fortitude. Look what Psalms 92 verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. (laughs) He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord. Hey, by the way, that's a good place to be planted. Shall flourish in the courts of our God. Look. They shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat (laughs) and flourishing. Now get this. I did a little research. You know, many times when a hurricane comes, a tornado, an oak tree won't survive it. As massive as an oak tree is, they won't survive it. But this is what I learned about the palm tree. They can be bent 40 to 50 degrees. A palm tree, oh, folks, good. No, no, you're not with me. Listen, a a palm tree can be bent 40 to 50 degrees. A palm tree can withstand a storm with a 145-mile-per-hour wind. You know what happens? That old palm tree will just bounce back. That old palm tree will just bounce back. Now, some of you have been bent, but I've got good news for you. You're a palm tree, and you're not broken. Amen? You're a palm tree. You're not broken. You're going to bounce back. You may be in a storm, but you're a palm tree. You're a palm tree. You're not done. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy is going to come in the morning. (laughs) We went through the fire and through the water, but the Lord brought us out. Amen? Oh, let me tell you something. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to that rock that is higher than I. Oh, I I had to do more research. I had to do more research. I said, wait. If that palm tree can literally get on the ground, and pop back up. If that palm tree can survive 145 mile per hour wind, what is it about the palm tree? I gotta know. And I found out it's the root system. Wait! All this ought to wake you up on this morning. Amen! I found out they have fibrous roots. That is, they create layers in the soil. And they hold tremendous amount of soil. And what happens, ladies and gentlemen, those fibrous roots, it holds soil and it creates an anchor. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy a copy of this CD. Listen. <laughs> it creates an anchor. Let me tell you something. There's a verse in Colossians, Colossians chapter 2, it says, we're rooted and we're built up in him and established in the faith. You say, how can I survive the storm, Pastor Benny? Because you've got a root system, because you're rooted in Jesus Christ. That's why we might bend, but we won't break. We may shake, but we're not going to surrender. 
You say, oh, but preacher, I've failed. That's okay. You're going to bounce back. Amen? <laughs> it's okay. You're going to bounce back. Now, wait. Mm. <laughs> gonna... Can anybody tell he didn't get to preach last Sunday? what I didn't know. Palm trees produce fruit. Now you study it. Some palm trees produce coconuts and dates. And they produce their best fruit after, after they're a hundred years old. They produce their best fruit after they're a hundred years old. Look what verse 14 says. They shall bring forth fruit in old age. Let me tell you something. You're the palm tree. You're not done. God's not finished with you. God's still got a plan. God's still got a purpose. Oh, you say, Pastor, I've been swaying in the storm. I've been bent, but you're not broken. I've been through some relationships. That's okay. God's still got a plan for you because you're a palm tree. I'll tell you something. Palm Sunday will never be the same because it reminds me of God's faithfulness. And Palm Sunday reminds me of our fortitude. But then I'm closing. Almost. <laughs> Palm Sunday reminds us of our future. It reminds us of our future. Do you, do you realize this, folks? The only time that the palm tree is mentioned in the New Testament is right here in John and in the book of Revelation. The only time it's mentioned, to get this, and the only man to write about the palm tree was John. He's the guy who wrote John, and he's the guy from the Isle of Patmos who wrote the book of Revelation. Let's see what he's going to say. Hey, wait, wait. Say, Pastor, I wonder what's going to happen in our future. I'm going to show you right here. After this, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations, kindreds, and people, and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes. And what did they have in their hands? And palms whew, in their hands. And cried with a loud voice. I just don't like it when Brother Benny screams. Better not go to heaven. <laughs> I wish he could be more subdued. Better not go to heaven. <laughs> and cried with a loud voice. Salvation to our God, which sat upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders. Who are the elders? That's us, by the way. That's the church. When you see 24 elders mentioned in the book of Revelation, 
12 represents the 12 tribes of Israel. The other 12 represents the 12 apostles. It represents the complete church. So when you see the elders, it's us. Look, and the four beasts. What are the four beasts? Angelic beings. Look, and fell down before the throne on their face and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto God forever and ever. Amen. Hey, here's just a thought. Do you think when we come to God's house, we ought to be worshiping Jesus? That's what we're going to be doing in heaven. I just had a thought. Only John wrote about the palms. Only John. And the first time in John he wrote about them, there was just a few people. But the next time he wrote about the palms, innumerable people. (laughs) The first time he wrote about the palms, only Jews were there. But the next time he wrote about the palms, all nations. <laughs> the, the, the first time he wrote about the palms, he, uh, he, he, he literally wanted Jesus to become king of Israel. But the next time he wrote about the palms, Jesus was the king of kings and the Lord of lords. <laughs> the first time he wrote about the palms, he was on his way to a crucifixion. But the next time he wrote about the palms, he was coronated king of kings and Lord of lords. Oh, the first time he wrote about the palms, he was sitting on a donkey. But the next time he wrote about the palms, he was sitting on the throne as king of kings and Lord of lords. The first time he wrote about the palms he was on his way to stand before earthly governor and judge but the next time he wrote about the palms he was the heavenly judge that at his feet every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is the Lord this is all I want to say the palm tree (laughs) it reminds me that God's faithful The palm tree reminds me that we have fortitude. We have a root system. We're going to make it. And the palm tree reminds me that the future is out of this world. Folks. Listen to me closely. Why am I here? To know Christ. And to make him known. Why does he promote these silly You've been egg boxes. Why why would he go through the community and challenge us to put stuff in a little old box? Because eternity's at stake. Thank you for joining us for this week's message from Rock Springs Church. If you would like more information about Rock Springs, be sure to follow us on social media or connect with us at rockspringsonline.com. Join us right here next week for another message from Rock Springs Church.